Welcome to our Panini. This is Saratova Best. We are in the week of Shnat Hashidim Yud Shvat, 70 years, and Parsha's bow, which is massively huge, important Parsha. So we're going to speak about the speech of, of Maisha Benu, our own speech, our own ability to speak out to the world, and what has happened. And the, the first question in the Sikha is, what in the world is happening in the world. And the Rebbe gives us all the secrets in the Sikha. So, Parshas Bo, Gimel Shvat, The command of Hashem to Meishur Beinu, which is Bayal Paro, come to Paro. We know, you know, it's not go to Paro, but come to Paro, and everybody knows this word. This command is the beginning. Notice it's a, it's a command. Come to Paro. It's an interesting command. Rather than go to Paro, that would be a command. Come to Paro. It's just like the name, it's the beginning of the Parsha where, uh, that speaks about the Geula. So the Geula from Mitzrayim, from Gaulus, begins with the word, come to Paro, with the command, come to Paro. And then in the middle of the day, right in front of everybody, Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim. Al Tzivaisam. Within our Tziva, in our formation, but of course we know Tzava, as we know from Basi Lagani, has to do with Hashem as the warrior, destroying the Rishayim and freeing up and freeing those who are good. So since the whole Parsha of Yitzhak Mitzrayim is called Bayal Paro, and the name of a Parsha tells you everything, we understand that the whole Indian of Geulis Mitzrayim is denoted in these three words, Bayal Paro. It's a, it's a code. Three words that are a code for we're going out of Gullus. We're having the Geula. The Geula has begun. Boal Paro is synonymous with the Geula has begun. That means that in addition to this, that all the details of the Shrikas of Maishra to Paro are a preparation for Gullus Mitzrayim. It's more Nagea, Boal Paro. It's the beginning and the name of the Parsh of Geula. And, um, it's actually something in itself. It's not just get you to where you need to go to the real place. Baal Paro is something crucial in itself. It begins the Geula. So we're going to ask ourselves, what does that mean? You know, when we're, I mean, just on a personal level, when we're in a Gullus, that means Baal Paro, Hashem saying, come to Paro, means we've already started to step out of that Gullus and into Geula. Okay, of course. <clears throat> That's telling us that we're never alone. Hashem is with us, and he's going to Paro. And as soon as he goes with us, begins to go with us, and invites us to come to Paro, as soon as that happens, we know we're in the Geula process. So, um, here's the question. What is Paro? And who is Paro? What's this all about? So, so um, we need to understand what Boa Paro has to do, this Paro guy or Paro energy, what it has to do with the Geula. Because Boa Paro, doesn't that mean Paro was in full strength? He was very evil. 
And Maishu Rabbeinu had to come to them and didn't really want to. And later on in the Parsha, which we read about a couple of days ago, Parah says, leave me. Don't come back to see my face again because on the day that you see my face, my panemius, you will die. This doesn't seem very Geuladik. You're talking about Paro is so powerful. And so, um, how is this a Geula? You have to go to him and this is a Geula. You have to face him and he's the ruler and he's so powerful. You see that right now, as we're learning this sikha this week, as this sikha is opening up into the world, what is happening? The debate is in the heavenly realm. Who will be in charge of the world? Is it Paro? It's Meshur Rabbeinu. Meshur Rabbeinu is the representative of Hashem. So why do we have to? If Meshur Rabbeinu is the representative of Hashem, why does he have to go to Paro and deal with him? Paro is such a deep klipa. And why does Paro get so much power? It seems like he's the ruler. How is he given so much power? How would Hashem give so much power to so much evil? So what's that all about? So the point is <clears throat> that everything in Torah is something eternal. And the Hayrav Ba'el Paro is something for us forever. Even after Paro, the king of Mitzrayim, is officially gone in his original form, and we did have Gulas Mitzrayim, and they all drowned in the Yamsuf and all that other stuff. But for the future, when the Ruchatuma will be, this Ruchatuma Avirminaris, in the future Gaula, it won't be only temporarily getting rid of, temporarily getting rid of the bad guys, but really permanently getting rid of the evil and the bad guys. And nothing then, Paro clearly comes back in some spiritual form throughout the generations and at the last moments comes back in quite strong force at the end of Gullus. And when the, the Bureau of Klipa of Paro is final, comes back, you know, is, is going to be taken care of. But the question is, at this moment in history, so officially we got rid of Paro, what's going on? Why are we reading this? Why do we have to know? What does it have to do with us? So it turns out that everything in the world, even things that are the opposite of Kedusha, have a source in Kedusha. In other words, we're going to find out who was Paro? Who is Paro? If everything that's the opposite of Kedusha has a source in Kedusha, you mean Paro too? He was clearly as against holiness as you can get. How do we know? Well, for instance, <clears throat> when Paro said, let my people go, and, and Paro asked, well, who says? Meshur Benu said, Hashem. Who's Hashem? Creator of the world. Paro laughed in his face. What are you talking about? I'm the creator of the world. I created myself from the river Nile. That is the complete opposite of Kedusha. Perfect. You have there, in its most potent form, Mr. Paro, the complete opposite of Kedusha. He not only doesn't like Hashem and doesn't want to acknowledge Hashem, he feels like he's Hashem. He feel, his, 
His point is to obliterate Hashem, God forbid, once and for all and prove that whatever we attribute to Hashem is really His power. He's the one. There's no God, says Pyro. I'm the God. Sounds familiar? In America today? Well, welcome to the last moments of Pyro. So, it turns out, though, that all these really evil forces, even something so unholy has a source in holiness. But in order for it to, it has to go through many, 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 many contractions with many masks and many covers over them. And then it will come down. You, you take something that in its source, its source is very, very holy, goes through many, 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 many contractions. And it can come down here eventually looking like something that is pure evil. Now let's work backwards. That means that something that's purely evil down here can be in its source the revelation of total holiness. So now without under accepting that principle, this is a basic principle in Hasidus, in Taira. That everything in the world, no matter how evil it is, has a source in holiness and how can it be so evil down here? Because it was something luminous in the spiritual realm that went through many, 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 many contractions and coverings until it comes down looking here as evil. Take it all the way back to its source and the things that look like the ultimate evil down here can be very luminous in the deep, in the highest spiritual sources. So, <clears throat> this is Pyro. He is, you know, could you, do you have an example of that? That's a really revolutionary concept. Sure, we do. Oh, yeah? Like what? Pyro, he is the perfect example of this. He is the template of this concept. It says in the Zahir, there's a passage that says, Vakol Nishma Beis Pyro. Yes, the voice, the voice was heard in Beis Pyro. Beis Pyro is, I, I can't read the Aramaic, Beisid Dispario Vizgal Minikol Naharan, Beisparo Dahi Simnach Leila. What is Beisparo in its spiritual source? The palace of Paro was a very unholy, horrible, horribly evil place. And yet, you're talking about the revelation in its source of all the highest lights completely concealed. That means, imagine going up from Paro in a source of Kedusha is the Priya, the Gili, El Kusa Yisrael. In his source, take him all the way back up to his spiritual source, what do you find? The uncovering and the revelation of godliness, of Hashem. So when it comes, that comes all the way back down, it comes down looking like the deepest evil, most powerful evil. So, and not only that, it's like here, as it says, Yaakov and Esav are more in Beparsha. Yaakov and Esav in the Tyra, in their source, are very different from the way they appear in the world. 
So just picture everything as it is in its spiritual source, very luminous. As it comes down into the world, sometimes it's medium dark, medium light, so-so, average, very dark, extremely dark, ultimate evil. Things will come down into the world depending on their source in various ways. Taro is the epitome of very intense light, spiritual, godly light coming down as very powerful evil. Because so many coverings are over, blocking its source. So the question is like this. Who is Paro? Baal Paro, in its source in Kedusha, it has two, Paro has two realities going on at the same time. In the Zayar in our Parsha, it explains Baal Paro. What does that mean? Why does it say, of course, come to Paro, not go to Paro? What is that? There must be something so scary, so powerful about Paro that Maish Rabbeinu felt that he could not approach him. And so Hashem said, you will go, I will go with you. Now, who is Paro? Down here in his lower self, the Taikif of Klipa of Paro, called Hatanin Hagadot, the great serpent, in the home, in the palace of the king, that Maish Rabbeinu was afraid to go there. And therefore, Hashem didn't say, go to Paro. It was too frightening. It was too dangerous to confront the slithering, slithering serpent. Um, where was this slithering serpent, this, this Tanin HaGadol? Arrived Ara. This was the great spirit serpent within the Nile River. A great spiritual unholy force within the Nile River. The Nile River was the place of Avaida Zara that from which Paro claimed he was God and created the world and created himself from the Nile River and enabled all the mystery people to believe that, the, that nature runs the world. A very, very powerful Avaida Zara. And this is the slithering snake within that Avaida Zara place. This is Paro. A very, very, very great unholy force. Meshavina said, I cannot take that. Um, so Hashem said, right, true, I will go with you. <clears throat> now let's go up to the higher realm. So down here, very great, very great unholy force. Too, too intense for Paro to face and survive. Now, what about Bael Paro in Kedusha, in his source? What is Paro in his source? The revelation of godliness. The Chayom Maisha. Maisha Rabbeinu was afraid again. They're afraid to face very great luminary, luminous revelation of Hashem? Yes. Why? Again, too powerful to face in a body. In both cases, Maish Rabbeinu was saying the following. Paro down here, as an unholy force, an evil force, I can face him, but my neshama will not remain connected to my body. A body cannot, a physical body of a person cannot sustain such a powerful evil. 
Right. That's by the way, that's what I've been saying all week. That all the evil that we've been exposed to the past few weeks in the news, our immune systems are not set up to be able to swallow so much evil in such a short, concentrated time. And therefore we have to be really careful with our immune systems. We're we're not we're not that sturdy. Meister Bain was saying that. Saying the physical body isn't that sturdy, it's fairly delicate. It can't sustain facing so much evil. The neshama, fine, it's bleak vul. It's, it's without limits. But the body is a limited body. It just isn't set up. It's not designed to face such a great evil. It's also not designed, the physical body is not designed to face such an infinite light of holiness, which is also bleak vul, which is also infinite. Because you're talking about a finite body facing an infinite, huge, infinite force, even if it's a good force in its source, a finite body facing so much infinity also isn't set up to deal with so much infinity and swallow so much infinity. That's the issue. So for both reasons, whether it's Para down here or Para in his source, Para in his source, my Sri Bain said, send me there as a soul, but a soul in a body, it's just not going to work. And that's the whole issue of this generation. As we'll see at the end of the Sikha, the Friedrich Rebbe did come to Bayal Paro in his last moment. His Hestalkus, his passing was Parsha's Bayal Paro. And the whole issue is, in this generation, the seventh generation, we are being enabled and opening up by Hashem saying, I will go with you to face both the very deep darkness, the evil, and, and live to tell the tale in a healthy way. And Lahavdil face the very, very intense, great light of Mashiach and live to tell the tale. This that normally would be way too intense for us becomes doable when we go in the, surrounded by the bubble, so to speak, of Hashem. And that is all opened up for us and made possible through this Parsha of Boyal Paro. So, um, let's see if we'll, okay. In the next segment, we're going to find out more about Paro in Kedusha, this magna- magnificent revelation. How it is relating to Yud Shvat this year, the 70th year of our, the seventh generation, telling us who we are, what we are, what we're facing, what is happening, how come so much Balagan happening in the world, this, this wild secret revelation that is a show bigger than any show you've ever seen, that is something that is incomprehensible when we use our smaller eyes. And we're being invited to use a bigger vision, Ayin of Kedusha. Ayin is 70, approaching 70 years. The Ayin of Kedusha, the eye of Kedusha of holiness, will enable, if we have that eye activated and opened up, we will be able to see the events as they unfold in their brilliance and and step into them with the fear because Baal Paro Shem is saying, I'm going with you. Don't be afraid. And in the next segment, we're going to see
how it all unfolds. And he rushed in before the next segment. We should find ourselves in the Gula Mitzvah